I'm Ben Pugh, and you're listening to Impact, Parenting with Perspective, episode number 66. This podcast is all about helping parents manage the mental and emotional drama that comes with parenting teens, so they can focus on what's most important, building rock-solid relationships and having a powerful impact on their teen's life. Join me each week as I dive into real tools to help you and your team turn struggles into strengths. Hello, guys. Welcome back to the podcast. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for being on this ride. Guys, I am just loving getting to know those of you who have signed up to work with me, those of you who are in the Impact Parenting Program, uh, those of you that are in the Firmly Founded Parent. Guys, thank you for doing this work to create your own parenting transformation. So today, we are talking about three tips to make parenting simple. And to be honest, I came up with three and then I was on a roll. So I came up with a couple of bonus ones as well. So I wanted to do this because I feel like a lot of us just believe that parenting should be hard. And I want to be clear, like simple and easy are two different things. And it's really important to believe and to understand, hey, parenting doesn't have to be hard. It can be simple. So here's three tips to help you simplify parenting. Um, one of the reasons I think this is so important is because when we can manage our mindset, when we can believe that, hey, this is not only doable, but it's simple, that empowers us as parents. All right. So the first tip in how to make parenting simple is for you as a parent to define your role. A lot of times parents like this is something that we don't normally think about. We think, oh, now I'm a parent. I just do what a parent does. When you take the time to define your role, that will make parenting a little bit more simple because you know exactly what your job is. You're like, oh, hey, this is my role. Uh, just the other day, I was on a coaching call with a dad and he's like, man, I defined my role a while ago, but I think I need to redefine it right now. I need to tweak it just a little bit. And so, you guys, that is within your power. You get to define your role. This makes parenting easier because knowing your role is kind of like having a goalpost or like a flag out in the distance. You know where you're heading. You know what the goal is and what direction you want to be heading in. It's easier than not knowing your role and trying to fulfill every role. A lot of times when I work with parents, they don't know what their role is. They don't parent on purpose and everything feels like a battle. They feel like they have to do everything, be everything. So I want to invite you, step one, define your role. When you do this, you will stop getting tossed and turned, and you'll stop going from one wave to the next 
No, you just know your role and you execute that and you do it to the best of your ability. It's hard to be intentional when you don't know how you want to be intentional, when you don't know what you want that to look like. If you want to know more about defining your role, you can go back, you can listen to my very first podcast episode. It's all about defining your role. The second one is also really good, coming up with a vision statement. That will help you simplify parenting. All right. Number two, only focus on what you can control. One of the most powerful, okay, probably the most powerful thing you can do as a parent is to shift your focus from what you cannot control to what you can control. And one of the reasons that this makes parenting simple is because it's really hard to do all of these things, especially when they're outside of our control. And there are millions of things outside of your control. And when you narrow your focus to only what you can control, that makes your job more simple. It simplifies parenting. And it's exhausting to try and control things outside of your control because you're trying to like grasp at little things that maybe you do have control so that you can influence these things that you don't have control and it is exhausting. So there's a handful of things that you might be focusing on that are outside of your control. Your teen's behavior, their grades, their decisions, their thoughts and their feelings, their results and their consequences. Chances are, if you are feeling frustrated in your relationship with your teenager, if you are feeling like, man, being a parent of a teenager is so hard, chances are you are focusing on things outside of your control. So there are a few things where you can focus, things that are within your control. You get to control how you think. Right now in the Impact Parenting Program, we're doing a lot of work on thoughts. And we're talking about how you get to control what you think, you get to control what you believe, uh, your interpretations, you can choose those. You really have so much more control when you just narrow your focus down to what you actually can control. You can control how you feel, how you act your ways of being. You can be the parent that you want to be regardless of how your teenager shows up in life. Parenting is so much more simple when you only have to worry about what you actually can control. When you just let go of all of the outside things that are outside of your control. All right. The third tip that I want to give you, man, this might be a really fast podcast. The third tip that I want to give you when it comes to simplifying parenting is to make your personal growth a priority rather than your teen's personal growth. Most parents focus on the growth probably more accurately on their perceived lack of growth with their teenager. If you're like most parents, You've done this too. You look at your teen and you're frustrated, you're disappointed because they haven't 
changed. They haven't improved. They haven't experienced the growth that you want them to. Instead of doing this, I want to invite you to focus on your own personal growth. Make this your priority. This will simplify parenting. This goes hand in hand with what we just talked about. It goes hand in hand with number one, defining your role, and number two, focusing on what you can control. You can't control whether or not your teenager grows and improves and changes, but you can control whether or not you do. You can't change, fix, or control your teen, but when you make your own personal growth a priority, you will have a more intentional and positive impact on your teen. When you become the change that you want to see in your teenager, that makes parenting much more simple. I want you to think about this. Have you ever tried to focus on two things at once? There's that old saying, um, gosh, all of a sudden I can't remember it. Uh, Basically, if you try and catch two hairs, you catch none. When we try to focus on two things, we can't. It's exhausting. It's tiring. We just can't do it. That's why I'm inviting you. Make your personal growth your focus. Focus on that. Make that your priority. So as I was coming up with these three tips for simplifying parenting, I I just couldn't stop. I came up with a couple of bonus ones as well. Um, Bonus number one is to choose love. It sounds overly simple, I know, but it really is that simple. You can choose love. Now, I'm not saying that's always the easy choice, but it is possible. What if loving your teen was your only job? Wouldn't that make your job more simple? Like, oh, yeah, I only have one thing to do at this job. Just love my team. And then everything else kind of falls into place. Oh, yeah, I'm gonna, part of my role is to teach my team. How do I do that with love? I promise you, love is always an option when it comes to you and your team. Love is a simple choice with no downside. So bonus number one, choose love. Now, bonus number two, this one might be a little bit controversial. Uh, The other day, I was in my impact parenting program, and I was working with a group of parents, and I was talking about being a perfect parent. And someone told me, hey, I would never use the example of being a perfect parent because there's so much shame around whether or not you are perfect. And I get it. I know there's mom guilt and I know dad shame and dad guilt and mom shame and all those are a thing, but I promise you they are optional. What if you trusted yourself 100% and what if you believed that you were, that you are the perfect parent? Now, we'll need to get really clear on the definition of perfect, because I'm not saying that you're a perfect parent according to the definition of the world around you, 
according to what your mom thinks or what your neighbors think or what your church thinks. I'm talking about you just trusting that you're the perfect parent for your family and what they need. You're the person for the job. You're the mom for the job. You're the dad for the job. What if you believe that you were the perfect parent? How would you feel? How would you act? How would you be? Now, I'm not a perfect dad in terms of like what the world might say. Like, I know tons of people that might be like, I know Ben, he is far from perfect. Like, he's not even a very good dad. But the thing is, I believe that I'm the perfect dad for my family. And I know it might sound boastful, it might sound over the top, prideful. But I choose to believe that I'm the perfect dad for my family. Now, I'll give you an example of my past. I think by now we all know that I accidentally lit my school bus on fire when I was 13. That was the perfect thing to happen in my life. That really set me up for success as a foster parent, as a teacher, as a high school principal, as a life coach, that was exactly what I needed to do, who I needed to be, to be who I am today. I believe that was perfect. That happened perfectly for me to be who I am today. Now, I know some people would disagree and be like, no, that's still bad. Like You got in trouble. But I can tell you this, when I believe that that was a mistake and that was something bad that holds me back because when I think that way, I feel shame and I feel doubt. But when I believe, no, that was exactly how it's supposed to happen. It was perfect. I don't hide from it. I actually feel confident. I trust who I am. I trust the lessons that I've learned. So like, yeah, maybe lots of people look at me and they're like, man, Ben sucks. He's the worst dad I've ever seen. But I trust that I'm the perfect dad. And when I trust that, I feel confident and I have my own back. I show up and I do my very best. And I trust that my best is not only good enough, but it is exactly what is needed in that moment. Sometimes my best isn't that great. Like other people would look at me and be like, really, Ben, that's your best. You just yelled at your kid. But what I understand is that by embracing that, no, that is perfect. That is exactly what was supposed to happen. I can take any circumstance, any situation, and I can turn it into the best possible situation. When I have parented out of intention, when I have parented out of alignment with my values, so maybe I yell and I blame and I call names and I'm just grumpy, that's okay. Because that was exactly how I was supposed to parent and I don't need to beat myself up about it afterwards. And I can just take that and I can turn it into an opportunity where I show my family the example of someone who's doing their best and who is willing to apologize when they make mistakes, when they don't show up the way that they want to. And that is perfect. That's exactly what my teenagers need to see. Because guess what? 
Someday, my two oldest boys, they are going to be dads who make mistakes. And that's perfect. And if they can embrace who they are and just keep doing their best, that's exactly how it's supposed to be. So this last tip of trusting yourself 100%, it doesn't change your children. It doesn't change what the neighbors think about you or your church or your mom. Like my mom, I love my mom, but she's always telling me like, Ben, you really need to buy a milk cow so you, you can teach your boys how to work. Like you're doing them a disservice. Guess what? Her opinion can be her opinion. And I can still believe, you know what? I'm the best possible dad that I can be. It changes you. It changes how you feel. It changes how you act. And it changes the results. I want to invite you, explore the possibility that you are the perfect parent for your teenager. Really dig in. Like, how could that be true? That's a powerful question. Like, I've asked myself, how is it possible that I'm a perfect dad? Oh, you know what? My kids love me. And I love my kids. One of the things that I tell my clients all the time, just the other day, I was telling one of the dads that I work with. I'm like, dude, you are the perfect parent for your teenager because guess what? If they came and lived at my house, they would hate me. And I don't love your teenager as much as you do. Like, I wouldn't be as patient. I wouldn't understand them. And a lot of times, like, I get put on a pedestal because my clients are like, man, he, you're amazing. You have all, no, I'm just me. And I promise you, if your kid came to live with me, they'd be like, man, he's mean. He gets grumpy and, Guess what? You are the perfect parent and you can trust that 100% because you are exactly what your teenager needs. This is why I believe I am the perfect dad. I am the perfect dad for my family. And when I believe this, I have my own back. I feel confident. And guess what? That is way more simple to parent When you trust yourself, when you have your own back, that's much simpler than when you're always doubting and second guessing and worrying that you're not good enough. Guys, I promise you, you are good enough. In fact, better than that, you are exactly how you're supposed to be. And that is awesome. One of the lessons that I use when I teach Often when I teach teenage girls, but I use it with the teenage boys too. Maybe I should use it with everyone. But sometimes I'll, gosh, I haven't in my office done this with a $100 bill. I need to. But when I was a principal, I would, every year I'd go to the bank and I'd get a brand new crisp $100 bill. And I'd put it in a book and I'd take it up to our little boys and girls retreat that we would do each year. And I would take out the dollar bill and I'd say, hey, guys, what is this worth? And they'd be like, it's 100 bucks. It's worth 100 bucks. Like, oh, okay, cool. Uh, help me understand, what is the value of 100 bucks? They'd be like, well, you can buy this many video games or you could buy this, you could buy this, you could buy this. And I'd always ask, like, who wants this $100 bill? Every single hand, every time it would go up. And I'm like, why do you want this? And that makes the value a little bit deeper. They're like, oh, 
well, I would buy this with it. And I'd ask someone else, why do you want this? Oh, well, I would buy this with it. And then I'd take that $100 bill and I'd crumple it up. And I'd be like, hey, who still wants this? And every single kid would raise their hands. I'd be like, why do you want this? Because I can still buy the same thing with it. It's still 100 bucks. And then I'd drop it on the ground and I'd stomp on it. And then I'd pick it up and kind of pull it open again. I'd try not to rip it. And I'd be like, okay, guys, who still wants this? Every single hand would go up because the $100 bill, doesn't matter how crisp it is or how old it is, it is still worth $100. I want you to trust yourself that no matter what you've been through, no matter what your past looks like, no matter what quote unquote mistakes you've made, you are the perfect parent for your teenagers. And when you can get to the place where you believe that, that is a powerful, powerful place to parent from because you will trust yourself. When you trust yourself, parenting is much more simple than when you're constantly doubting and second guessing and worrying that you're not good enough. All right. So let's briefly review this. Uh, Principle number one in simplifying your parenting is to define your role. Know and understand who you want to be as a parent. And when I say define your role, like a lot of people will be like, man, I'm just trying to find my purpose, my meaning. No, we're not trying to find it. We are defining it. And once you define it, you're probably going to define it again, and you're going to refine this definition. So step number one, or principle number one, define your role. Principle number two, only focus on what you can control. This makes parenting more simple because you're not trying to focus on all these things outside of your control. You are only focusing on the handful of things that you actually can control. Um, Principle number three, make your personal growth the priority rather than focusing on your teen's personal growth or their lack of personal growth. Being the parent of your dream, of your dreams, sorry, being the parent of your dreams means being responsible for your own parenting growth, for your own personal growth, rather than being responsible for your teen's personal growth. All right. And then step, oh, that that was step three. Make your personal growth a priority. And then bonus number one, choose love. Love is a simple choice. Sometimes it's hard, but I promise it is simple. It's way less complicated than disappointment, frustration, anger. Love is a simple choice with no downside. I have not yet found a downside. And then bonus number two, trust yourself. 100%. You are a perfect parent. You are doing this exactly how you're supposed to be doing it. And if you're not happy with how you parented in the past, that's okay. You can learn from those. You can change your way of being. And I tell you, uh, one of the shows that I have my teenagers watch when they start working with me is called The The Butterfly Circus. And one of the quotes from that is the greater, gosh, what is it? The greater the struggle, the more glorious the triumph. 
I'm telling you, some of the most successful parents that I've ever worked with, their kids are just blown away. Like, mom, thank you for doing this work. I can't believe how much you love me. Thank you for being the change. Trust yourself. You are exactly the parent that your teenager needs. All right, guys, I want to end this podcast, but I want to invite you um, next week on, let's see, September 22nd at 6 p.m., I will be hosting a free to anyone. Any of you guys listening to this podcast and you've never met me yet, go to a free Ask Me Anything workshop. This is a workshop. It will be housed and hosted by the Firmly Founded Parent, and it's free to anyone. Like If you're a member of the Firmly Founded Parent, get in here. Come ask me anything. If you're not, and you've been thinking about joining us, come join us. Get inside the Firmly Founded Parent membership. This is like getting a sneak peek inside to what it actually looks like. And you can come, you can submit your questions, you can ask me anything. You can find out more at firmlyfounded.com slash ask. All right, guys, we will see you in the Firmly Founded Parent Ask Us Anything call that's free to the public on September 22nd. Again, that's firmlyfounded.com slash ask. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Impact, Parenting with Perspective. If you found any of this helpful and would like to get some one-on-one help with parenting your team, head over to firmlyfounded.com slash parent and learn more about our parenting membership today. See you guys inside.